You didn't know? It's me, it's me, it's that D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James. And you're listening on the SNS Radio Network. And if you ain't down with that, I got two words for you. Suck it. Hey, this is Badass Billy Gunn. My name is Armando Alejandro Estrada. <laughs> hey, it's Road Animal. <laughs> Yo, monkeys, it's me, DPP, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. And you, well, you, monkey, stay tuned or you will feel bang. I am the genius of a Galarian renowned Lanny Poppins. Well, what's up, all you stars and stars? This is Mariette. This is Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michael, Mr. Hall of Fame, 2011. On SNS Radio Network. See ya! And I wouldn't want to be here. The world is listening. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. You are now jacked in to the virtual matrix. Please stand by for all the latest in professional wrestling, video gaming, movies, and entertainment with Chris Kelly of HeadlocksToHeadlines.com and the latest in video gaming with the sensational sequel. What? Yes, he's back. And here is your host. The Force is strong with you. Henceforth, you shall be known. Money on the mic, JJ Sexy. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. Dirty chimney for 
bring him through the front door. That's the easy thing to do. I can see me now on Christmas morning creeping down the stairs. Oh, what joy and what surprise when I open up my eyes to see a hippo hero standing there. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus. All right, guys, good evening. Welcome to another edition of Unplugged right here on the SNS Radio Network. I swear every time I hear this song, I think I'm a little girl. Like, I, I, I swear to God, you know, like I would think that at any given moment, as Harmony's laughing her ass off in the background, that she would say she'd want a hippopotamus for Christmas, you know. But, you know, maybe she'd want to say she wants a mixer board for Christmas, which she might get. Who knows at this point, at this stage in the game. But, uh... No, I didn't say that you were a little girl. What, Harmony, you are, like, completely warped. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I never said that y- I thought of you as a little girl singing this song. What are you thinking? Hang on a second. Let me turn your mic on. Okay. Male goes into female spot there. Okay. Now, there you go. No, I thought I thought that you said you always think that you're a little girl. No. Like, I thought you said, I always think I'm a little girl. No, I said I always <laughs> think of my little girl when That's I hear that I song. I laughing my ass What? Off. What? <laughs> Especially since you were singing it Have you been drinking eggnog tonight? I have not. I've been Christmas baking. What? D- did you use any of Julia Child's recipes? Well, it, it tasted like vanilla. Wow. It's a, oh, we're going to make the sherry, we're going to make the fudge, you're going to take a sport, you're going to take a drink and do the brandy, oh, with the brown sugar. And wow, oh, we need I think more I prefer brandy. you thinking of yourself as a little girl. We need more brandy. <laughs> Bartender, I need more brandy to make the fudge. Thank you very much. You're killing me tonight, woman. I don't know. I thought of myself as a little girl. No. <laughs> I said I think of my little girl when I hear the song. And you're sitting right well, next to me. Well, that's sweet. I wouldn't laugh if that's what I thought That's you what were I saying. said. I should go back and play the archive for you. I could do that, but it would disrupt the whole show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're not going to do that. But All right, that sounds good. Back to your regularly scheduled program. Which is apparently unplugged, which is like super uber late. We're about an hour late tonight. And uh, here's the deal. We're going to go an hour. And that's it, folks. Um, this is not your typical unplugged. I'm not going to review SmackDown. I'm not going to do this or that. I know that Sean is going to be joining us here, I, I think, soon. I don't see him in the chat room, which is weird considering he had something that he wanted to do tonight. So that's kind of got me a little freaked out. But what I am going to do is open up the phone lines. We'll consider this the SNS Christmas party. Now, I, as most of you know that are in the chat room right now, we just finished doing the live Christmas craptacular, which caught everybody by surprise, which was the whole point of doing it. I'm going to have that archived up for you for Christmas, so no worries if you if you did miss it. You can definitely hear it on Christmas Day. But basically, tonight's just kind of a Christmas party atmosphere. You know, you guys can call in, say whatever you want. We'll talk about whatever. You're going to dictate the topics tonight. Uh, you know, I really don't have anything set aside because I didn't really watch SmackDown. I was taping the Craptacular. 
Um, so it's been it's been a crazy day, and truthfully, I'm really getting tired. So, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines. The number to call five zero one five eight eight seven nine five seven to basically call in and talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about on the program. Uh, programming note: there will not be an unplugged next week. On the 30th, there will not be an unplugged. Uh, Trey and I are basically taking this week off, at least from this job. So Monday, no Wrestling News Live. Friday, no unplugged. I just want to make sure you guys know that right off the bat. Um, Let's go ahead and jump into uh, some phone calls. Welcome to Unplugged. Who's this? It's Bronx. You know I never get tired of hearing my own voice. I just Yeah, I think you like talking to me, man. What's going on? Man, I just want to say that you know, I mentioned this on the Facebook, and I want to be serious. I hope Sean gets on because, um, well, you know, I was looking forward to hearing what he had to say. But, um, you know, I just want to say <clears throat> this tends to be a hard time of year for me. Uh, in 1988, on the 23rd, I lost my grandfather. On uh, the 22nd in 1989... I lost my great-grandmother, and on the 23rd, 1990, I lost my uncle. And uh, so this isn't, you know, the greatest time of year for me, but the craptacular live, and now this, I just want to say, JJ, I'm smiling for once in a long time around Christmas, and thank you, man. I enjoy it. And you know what? Glad to help out. I'm glad that we could be there for you. Thank you for, you know, the, the crazy shit that you do. Whether it's the bad Fozzie Bear jokes in the chat or, you know, the, the crazy shit you post on Facebook or the stuff you say in chat, you know, the, the bottomless Kelly Kelly jokes. Go ahead, bottomless Kelly Kelly. I know you got one. I know you do. Nah, nah, I don't have one right now. Okay, but, I'm just putting uh, you on the spot. That's what it was. I understand. Is Harmony on the line? She's not, actually. She just went upstairs to police the children that don't want to go to bed. <laughs> What is no school tomorrow, man? Let him stay up. No, no, no. You don't understand, Brox. My kid doesn't want to go to bed at all. Like, she will stay up till 10 or 11 o'clock and have bad dreams about this or have bad dreams or need water. It's just a thing with kids. I feel like reciting that whole, uh, you know, go the fuck to sleep with Samuel L. Jackson, but that's not very good parenting. But I, I can say off the record that I probably said, won't you just go the fuck to sleep many times? Well, when I was a kid, I hated going to sleep, too. I'm, st- I'm still a night owl, you know. She's going to end up, you know, getting, a, you know, a night job. Just, you know, it's like I I was the same way. I mean, I would do shit when I was a little kid. It's hilarious. I would do shit purposely to prevent myself from going to sleep. I would lay in bed when I was like five or six years old and start screaming or doing some shit to get someone to come get me up and my uncle Richard on Saturday nights it was cool because he would sneak me out of bed like 11:30 p.m. and we would watch Saturday night's main event so i kind of get that you know night owls man that's me all the way but just thank you man for you know having the uh, craptacular live that was really cool it was a last minute decision too it was something that had i thought about all day i probably would have promoted it that way but Trey and I didn't actually get around to talking to get everything together, and I spent a good chunk of the day uh, getting stuff ready for it today. And I, I was like, you know what? Let's just do something different. Let's do it live. You know, if people oh, are yeah. to listen to it, great. If not, then you know it's archived. But 
you guys turned out in droves, and I appreciate it, and it was fun, and, you know, maybe it's something we'll explore in the future about doing a live one every year. Cool, man, cool. Well, I'll let you go. You know, I know you got uh, other stuff to get to and other callers to get to, but thank you, man. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Bronx. Talk to you soon, brother. Okay, peace. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. And I believe joining me on the phone line, he is the host of the gaming segment. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the sensational sequel. Yes, you know him as Sean. That would be me. How's it going tonight, JJ? I'm tired, brother, but I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I actually put in chat uh, when you were doing Christmas crap Craptacular. It's like, will JJ have a voice by Unplugged? Who knows? I'm voting no. I don't know. That duet at the end of the show just about wrecked my voice. Dude, I, I couldn't even believe what was going on there for a moment. I was kind of like... Do I even want to continue listening? I kept reaching for the stop button, but it's like I can't. Was it was it button. that bad? <laughs> it just caught me off guard. That's pretty much how it was. I was like, uh, I what? mean, it literally what? is like a train wreck. You stop and look. You got a rubberneck, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was just like that. Awesome. So I mean, um, last show of the year, basically for us. I mean, this is the Christmas party for the SNS family. This is the last unplugged show of the year, almost. Well, no, it is. So, I mean, it, it is the last unplugged. Oh, it is, yeah. Yeah, so, there, there, there will not be a show next week. Well, that, that sucks, but I definitely agree with you and Trey taking the day off, or the week off. Y'all yeah, deserve it. Because so, I'm, I'm going to go watch Lesnar get his ass kicked by Overeem. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to see that myself because that looks uh, a little interesting. But um, what could I have be? What can I have that can possibly be so much fun that I could get fired tonight on the show? Well, I've got two things. The first one is. Caller, it's something this is me and something me and Trey talked about. This is something me and Crowley talked about. Something me and Bronx talked about, and me and JJ talked about it the other night. And he was he he was he was okay with it. So I thought I'd do it tonight. I had Bronx make up something for me, and he, I need him to post that into the Facebook and on the uh, the chat now if possible. But um, there was something I came up with: caller of the year, listener of the year. And there's one person all year long that has called in. He's been an inspirational story a lot of the times for us, and I mean, he's a great guy. I've had the chance to talk to him numerous times, and that is Midnight Man. Every time he calls in, no matter what, you listen to him, you either laugh, you cry, or you're doing both. I mean, his call into Macho Man uh, tribute show was an amazing call. No matter when he calls, it's always a great call. So I want myself to dedicate Caller of the Year to Midnight Man. Um... Wherever you are, man, if you're listening to the show right now, thank you for being an amazing caller. Thank you for being there. Uh, no matter what you were doing, you were always making everybody laugh. So thank you for being there. Well, Second. Well, no, hold, hold on. On that, you're fired, John. Fuck it. If, if, if that's the one that's going to get you fired, then you're fired. That's fine. That's, if you want to play that, no, I'm serious. Um, just, you know, just kidding. Um, in all seriousness, Midnight Man is someone that's been around for a long time. Listening to, to me and Trey, and he's been through a lot, guys. I mean, it's been a rough road for him. And um, I'm glad that if we are the driving force behind him doing as well as he is, then I'm glad that we at least are there as his outlet. But uh, I do want to wish him a Merry Christmas, and I'm pulling for him, and I know that he's got some things going on in his life right now, and, and you know, I wish him the best. And I, I definitely endorse him for Color of the Year. That's fine. Definitely. Uh, he, he deserves it. I mean, like you said, he's been around for a long time. And no matter what, Midnight Man, Mario, Merry Christmas, brother, you definitely deserve it. Second one. This is the one that I had I had to think of. Uh, so, I mean, 
me and Curly talked about it, and me and I, I got Bronx to do something for me. Um, this is the Headlocks to Headline Sunday Night Showdown John Cena Award. Yes, the John Cena Award. And let me preface this by saying it's not exactly how it sounds, but this award goes to, of course, the boss, JJ. Um, John Cena Award, coming from me, John Cena is an amazing worker for the company. He does everything he's asked. He does. He goes over and beyond what he needs to do for the company. On the cameras, we may not like what he does, but behind the scenes, he's there no matter what, doing what Vince asks. He's out there doing uh, wish, Make-A-Wish Foundation stuff. So, I mean, no matter what, he's there making things happen for people who are less fortunate. And, JJ, I awarded this to you because no matter what, you've been here for the network. You've done everything for the network almost. And, I mean, we can't really say enough to say other than thank you. you. You do an amazing job no matter what. Every week, week in, week out, you're here no matter what doing a show. And sometimes we're like, you need to take a break. But you won't do it. You want to do the network. You want to do the shows. And that's why I feel that you deserve the John Cena Award. That's just my perspective on it. I mean, I, I'm saying thank you for myself because you're allowing me here on the shows. I've... I know Crelly, Bronx, all the other family members, listeners in the chat, archives are definitely saying the same thing. Thank you. And you thought I'd fire you over that? <laughs> it's called the John Cena Awards. So I don't know. Listen, listen. As far as John Cena goes, I might not like the guy on camera, but I totally understand what you're saying. Uh, you know, he is a company guy. I am the company. That's, that's the difference yeah. between me and John Cena. Could, why couldn't you give me, like, the Vince McMahon Award? Because it's pretty well, much me. I, I am the Vince McMahon. I make shit happen. I make it Vince go. Vince is going senile. I didn't think he wanted And to be I'm going. not? Did you not hear the last segment of the Craptacular? <laughs> no, I did. But I just didn't think you you really classified as Vince McMahon somewhat. You you are the owner. You are the one of the greatest people that I know right now. But Vince McMahon, he's not even on your level. You're way above him for everything that you've done for the network. I mean, you've been here. You've been doing this for so long. I mean, you and Trey are just putting stuff out no matter what. And, I mean, I don't even think Vince McMahon can wipe your jock. Um, well, I mean, considering just, that, that he makes a lot more money than I do, I think he can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but well, thanks I mean, for the vote of confidence. No problem. And I, I, do think, I do thank Bronx for doing these trophies for me. If you want to get a chance to see him, he's posted one in the chat. The other two are on Facebook. I mean, they're pretty hilarious, especially the John Cena Award one. I mean, it looks great. So thank you, Bronx, for doing that. And I definitely, uh, definitely glad you're here too, brother. Even though you're a blind white guy. Thank you. Blind white guy. Oh, you went there, didn't you? Well, thank you, Sean. I, I appreciate it. You know, like, like I said, man, this was never supposed to be a network. It was never supposed to be this. It was never supposed to be that. We were touted as not being around for long I, I remember hearing distinctly people saying oh it won't last it won't last well, almost two years later we're still kicking everybody's ass that's right and we don't we're not showing any signs of stopping so i have no ill will toward those people people can say whatever the fuck they want but at the end of the day i'm the one laughing i think all of us are pretty much are laughing because i mean i remember hearing those statements they're not going to be around a year a year later they're just going to fizzle out and die i mean but this is what coming into our third year as a network. And uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, well, 
really coming into our second when you think about it, because we started this up in 2010. That's right. Okay. So come come March 1st, we'll be celebrating two years. So, I mean, there you go. And as AKI THQ man said in the chat, he who laughs last, laughs best. Exactly. I agree with that 100%. So, I mean, yeah. Um, since we're not really on a, uh, whatever it's called, schedule tonight, I, I do want to ask a question. Uh, game of the year, since I am the gaming person, what do you think game of the year is? Or what it should be? What do I think the game of the year should be? Um, man, that's a hard one. Considering I haven't played Battlefield or Modern Warfare 3, of the games that I have played this year, mm-hmm. I'd say Arkham City with beyond a shadow of a doubt. For me. Definitely. Um, I, I definitely agree with you. Arkham City is one of my my favorite games to play ever. Um, great game. I definitely don't think Skyrim deserved the award from the Spike VGAs, but Skyrim is a really good game. But I just definitely don't feel that it should have won. I mean, Skyrim definitely came out of the VGAs with a lot of, uh, a lot of awards. But... Mark Sting. Tape, Mark Tape, we're 20 minutes into the show and Sean's talking about rim jobs again. Well, I definitely want to throw it up to, to Mark Hamill. I mean, he, he came in there, won Joker, he won the character of the year with the Joker, and the best part of the whole thing was he held up a script that said Arkham World on it. And it says, I guess I won't be needing this anymore, and then throws it out. So, I mean, that was just one of the most hilarious moments because it sparked so much... Uh, in anticipation, so much uh, controversy because everyone thought Arkham World was the next game that was coming out, but it's not. Uh, he was joking around, so I mean, definitely don't expect Arkham World. If we see anything, it'll be Gotham City. Uh, definitely a takeoff of um, Batman itself doing a lot of stuff uh, in the city itself. So I mean, that's what I'm expecting for the next uh, Batman game if they do one. So I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, we're should be getting something for Batman here in the next uh, next year or two. Uh, there's rumors right now that uh, E3 2012 Xbox third generation will be re- will be released, announced, whatever, um, and they're going to come out and release it 2013 holiday season. Uh, that is one of the biggest rumors I'm hearing right now. Expect uh, the PS4 to come out as, uh, just a little bit after. Expect uh, the Wii U to come out before that. So, I mean, there's a little bit of gaming news for you right there. But uh, nothing, everything's a little quiet on the gaming front right now. I mean, other, the other controversy going on right now is uh, GameStop uh, accidentally called people about the cancellation of... What was that game? The cancellation of a game. I can't remember what it was. It was one of the biggest games. The Lost Guardian. That's what it was. Um, Lost Guardian kind of... They... What's, how do I say this right? They basically took the date away from it, and GameStop's computers basically felt that since there was no date, they called they, they called everyone and said, your uh, your game has been canceled. We will give you more information later on. The Last Guardian. So it, it's definitely one of those things where GameStop kind of needs to take some of their stuff off of um, automation and definitely wait until things have fully come out. I mean, GameStop kind of messed up, but it was kind of hilarious to hear about all that. So, I mean, that's really all the gaming news I have, unless you know of something I've missed. I, 
no, that's pretty much it for the news. But I, I got to say, I finally went back and watched the VGAs, and I got to be honest, I was so disappointed with that show. I, I missed a lot of it because I had to work that night. It was horrible. And, what's that? It was horrible. <laughs> I really only wanted to see the, um, the, the big announcements, the stuff that was just coming out that was being announced there. I mean, seeing that they're redoing Tony Hawk Pro Skater was a, was amazing. Uh, seeing the stuff for Bioshock Infinite, Transformers Fall, Cybertron looked amazing. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Patriots. Uh, hearing the announcement of Command and Conquer Generals Two, I'm a huge Command and Conquer's fan. So hearing about Generals getting Generals Two getting announced absolutely excited me. Um, Fortnite, which is the new game from Epic, looks really cool. It's a takeoff of survival, and it's got zombies in it. So, I mean, it's going to be definitely an interesting game where you can build stuff up and uh, scrap stuff and just do a lot of fun with that. I mean, we had um, trailers for Hitman Absolution and Mass Effect 3 were also aired. Uh, what did you think about Hitman Absolution? I'm looking forward to that title. I mean, Hitman is always a game franchise that I've enjoyed playing. Hell, Harmony even likes to watch me play that one, to be honest with you. I mean, Hitman Blood Money, she used to sit and watch me play that and, and enjoyed it for the most part. Or I guess when I say enjoy it, she tolerated it more so than other games. Um, but that was one of my favorite uh, Hitman games. And, and, you know, Absolution looks great. So I like the stealthy aspects. I, I saw the – I remember seeing the video preview over at, you know, like, what was it uh, – at E3 this year, excuse me, <clears throat> and they showed a clip of it, you know, guy playing, like, the first level, and it was awesome. Yeah, it's definitely looking really good, and then they, they announced the uh, the cover athlete for the new NFL Blitz, um, which I was very excited to hear about them bringing that back, and the cover athlete is actually Ray Rice, so, I mean, he, that's pretty cool that he got up there. I mean, one of the, one of the more, funner thi- more funnier things was uh, the Gamer God Award, which went to Blizzard Entertainment. I mean, Blizzard's out there making games, and I mean, they may be taking a long time with their games, but they, when they make a game, they make something you're going to play for years. So, I mean, it's just one of those things. I really don't can't say much because I missed a lot of it. I caught a lot of the uh, the trailers, premieres. Uh, the one, one, two, two or three of them I was looking forward to was the Alan Wake uh, American Nightmare, which is uh, basically some. De- uh, Xbox Live arcade game for Alan Wake. If you haven't played that, it's a good psychological thriller game. Uh, Bioshock Infinite, I was really looking forward to. And this new Last of Us, which is uh, a PS3 game made by Naughty Dog, the guys who did Uncharted. Um, it's looking very interesting, and I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what they have to do with that, because Uncharted, great games. What's Last of Us? What's it going to do? What's it going to make is it, it might make or break Naughty Dog, but I mean it's it's, it's a good looking game, so I can't wait to to see what they got for that. Yeah, you know that looks pretty interesting. The Last of Us. Too bad it's only a PS3 title. But <laughs> I'm hey. kind of glad it's only my PS3. Oh, there you go. So I mean, I'll I'll definitely check it out and see what's coming of that. But I mean, Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD. I mean, I'm just glad they're going back to the roots. I don't want this skater game. I don't want what they had. What was it? Tony Hawk Ride and Shred with the motion control thing? No, that was crap. Uh, going back to the roots for Tony Hawk is amazing. That was one of my favorite games when I got to play it on the PS2, I believe it was, and the N64. I mean, they were great games. So, I mean, Tony Hawk coming back definitely works great. And then they, 
they re-debuted Metal Gear Rising and gave it a subtitle type thing. Uh, Revengeance. I was just kind of questioning that the entire time. Um, it was just kind of weird hearing that name title come out. So I'm kind of like, uh, that's what you're naming it? And I mean, there were a whole lot of rumors coming out earlier that day about what was going to happen. So, And then seeing, Hide seeing Hideo Kojima go up on stage and kind of mess up when he was trying to speak English. He's not a great English speaker to begin with, but he tried his darndest to get it out. So I kind of felt sorry for him. Then he had to pass it off to his translator. But good try, Hideo. You, you did a great job either way. So glad you're actually pronouncing his name right. Because remember what it used to be, Hideo? Hideo. Hideo Kojima. Hideo. So, I mean, uh, let's go. I mean, do we have any phone calls? No phone calls? Uh, well, the phone lines are open, 501-588-7957. Uh, like I said, we've got 30 minutes we're wrapping the show, so uh, not a long show tonight. It's probably one of the shortest unplugs ever, and uh, I want to hear from you guys. Like I said, it's it's kind of like a, a party, you know, party line kind of thing. I'm drained. The Christmas Craptacular drained me, i got to be honest. Well, let me go through some of these award winners, and you, you tell me if you feel that it should have won. I mean, Game of the Year went to Skyrim. I, I felt that wasn't right, but Skyrim also brought home Studio of the Year for Bethesda Softworks, uh, also brought home Best RPG, and it's looking like that's it. I mean, it won three awards, which is pretty good. Uh, Joker won Character of the Year, Best Xbox 360 game went to Arkham City, Best Action Adventure game went to Arkham City, uh, best adapted video game, which I definitely agree with this one, went to Arkham City. I mean, they definitely racked up, and Arkham City definitely deserved all those. It deserved Game of the Year, but I don't get to vote on that. So, right. Oh, I mean, if I had a chance to vote, it would have been Arkham City, Arkham City, Arkham City. So, I mean, it, it definitely shows you that they did an amazing job when a multi-platform game like Arkham City wins the best Xbox 360 game. Right. It definitely shows off that they did a great job. I'll tell you what, let's go to the phone lines real quick. Uh, welcome to uh, Unplugged. Who's this? Uh, this is Anthony. Anthony, what's going on, man? Uh, first off, it's unfortunate. I tried to send a message for the Craptacular, but I guess it didn't go through. Oh, well. Yeah, the, I don't know what's going on with the Skype. In fact, as you were just calling, I just went back and reset my settings on the, uh, the voicemail stuff because I would shortened it to where like people could you know get the message at like 7 or 10 seconds in. And that's why I wasn't able to get any of the calls you guys were making. And I'm like, oh, i got to go back into my options and fix that. So, I don't know. It's it's kind of messed up. I don't know what's going on with Skype tonight or this week. I mean, I was, it's, it's been I weird. Mean, you, you, you sent me a message saying, hey, can you call and give us a message? And I was like, sure, why not? And, I mean, I was sitting there on the phone for two minutes letting it ring. And I was kind of like, uh, pick up, possibly? Yeah, no? I, like okay. I said, I, I don't know what's going on with Skype. Some people had issues. Some people didn't. So, I don't know. It's, it is what it is. You know, Skype. The new Skype sucks, i got to be honest. User uh, friendly. What's up, Anthony? Uh, first, well, first off, I'm glad Deshaun didn't kick me out almost 20 times like he did on the Rewind. Uh, it's Lord. still early in the night. Yeah, I probably just jinxed myself. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm glad that JJ and Trey, you guys did the whole Christmas spectacular live. Because I remember, I think you guys did it last year. That's the only one I've heard, so... It's just good hearing these like holiday specials that you guys do. Well, it's 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 a different show. I mean, now now I feel bad we missed the Taboo Turkey Day, but you know we were able to get things together for this one, and you know I think Trey and I are probably going to start uh, 
you know, governing exactly what we're doing. Like, you know, probably the week of uh, the week of uh, Thanksgiving, we'll do a taboo turkey day, but we won't do a WNL that week, or uh, you know, kind of vice versa. The week of Christmas, we'll do a craptacular, not a WNL, because I think we're finding ourselves kind of burnt out more doing too many shows. I mean, you guys are doing multiple shows and like week after week after week, so we shouldn't go. Um, bitch or complain when you guys say uh, we're just not going to do an episode this week. Oh, but no. believe me, but believe me, there are those that will. I don't know how many times I've gotten a message yeah, from sure. somebody telling me that I owe them a show. Uh, first of all, nobody better ever tell me I owe them anything. Until you pay my salary and until you fucking are doing things for me, I don't ever want to hear somebody say, oh, you owe me this, you owe me that. I don't owe anybody shit. I do this out of the kindness of my heart. Yeah, just say reply going, I guess, fuck you, fair and simple. Because, heck, I know you got, you're doing this because you want to, and that's all. So, if you don't do it, okay. If not, if you do, great. To those, I'd like to wish them a merry fuck you, buddy, you know? <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, at least you didn't think. But I just say that some fortune did kind of miss on the end of SmackDown because they had another good match between Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler. And I honestly would not mind seeing those guys do um, like a match at WrestleMania if they actually tried that. It'd be cool, but the only problem is that, I mean, unless you're going to do, like, an interpromotional match, that's the way to go. But, I mean, yeah. Dolph Ziggler being on, on Raw and not SmackDown kind of hinders that, unless you move Brian over to Raw, which I can't see happening either. But you're right. I mean, I am taping it as we speak, and I'll go back tomorrow and watch it. Uh, from what I could tell, while we were doing the Craptacular, there was some really good action on SmackDown. But um, time will tell. Uh, and what are your thoughts? And what's your thought of Pyron that they're going to have Shaquille O'Neal versus Big Show or Mania? Haven't I been saying that for about the last two years now, that it would be a big money... Ever since he guest hosted. Yeah, ever since he guest hosted, I said that they should have a WrestleMania match, him and him and Big Show. And it looks like now that might be coming to fruition. Now, the story that I heard was that the WWE's mad at Shaq for breaking that news because they really wanted LeBron James. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal or LeBron James? Let me think about this for a second. Uh, is LeBron James seven foot? Steel. Yeah. You know, is is he sizable to the Big Show? Is he a super huge wrestling fan? No, it's a win-win. Sign Shaquille O'Neal, have the match, and a lot of people are bitching. Oh well, Shaquille O'Neal is going to get put over by the Big Show. Well, Bam Bam Bigelow didn't have a problem putting over Lawrence Taylor at WrestleMania 11. It was the best match on that fucking show, and it was because. And Big Show to have it. Big Show didn't have trouble um, jobbing out to Mayweather a couple years ago. Well, it, I mean, honestly, Mayweather is a tough son of a bitch, whether you like him or not. But Shaquille O'Neal, I, I see nothing wrong with that. I could see Shaq being a guy that could jump into the wrestling business and, and be another Big Show. Um, I thought Lawrence Taylor could have jumped into wrestling. The one match he had with Bigelow was really good. You know, Didn't Shaq say he wanted to do wrestling? He did. It, to me, it's a no-brainer. You've, you've got this big star-studded event in Miami. Why not add another marquee match? Make it no. the best WrestleMania ever. And I've been saying that for a year now. Yeah, because I'd rather, I'd rather see Big Show versus the former Kazam than Big Show versus a guy who can't win the NBA championship. I agree. And lastly, it's unfortunate. Apparently on Twitter, it's been um, Kamala's son that um, his father has to get more of his leg taken off. Oh, man. I guess it just hasn't. I hate I to hear that. A I hate to hear that. I, I was a huge fan of Kamala growing up. That son of a bitch scared the shit out of me when I was younger. I mean, I was someone who used to watch WCCW all the time. And, you know, watching Kamala come out with that fucking Ugandan mask and 
you know, when he worked with Skandar Akbar and, and Devastation Incorporated, I mean, that guy was a scary son of a bitch. And, you know, to see where Kamala is gone and where he is, it, it, it really is sad to know that a wrestling legend like Kamala has to have his foot and his whole leg pretty much amputated off. It's just, it sucks. So my, yeah, he's I'm definitely going to be in my prayers. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping he goes in the Hall of Fame, not because of the whole issues he's going through, because, heck, he deserves it. He's one of those guys who was a big guy. He can go and freaking win WWE, F, whatever. Or at the time, he hadn't needed to win those guys. Yeah. I kind of so felt sorry for him when it. he did the... Uh... Go ahead, man. Oh, I just want to say that's pretty much it. I want to wish you guys all a uh, happy Christmas. F off to happy holidays. It's Christmas. That's right. Christmas all and the way. We, and we... Yeah, and we got a Christmas miracle. Bronx actually did a funny joke during the craptacular. I know. I couldn't believe it. I was so proud of him. He must have stolen it. He, no, he, he, has, he has some Jew guy write it for him. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Sean. Did you, you really just say that? For a moment? <laughs> Ow. I'll let one of them know for him. Don't worry. When, when Goldberg right, comes so knocking on your door, Sean, I don't want to hear a fucking word. <laughs> What's this I hear about you making Jewish jokes, boy? I'm going to give you the spear and the jackhammer. Yeah, there you go. Rather than the spear, then probably Matt Hardy's going to end in the jail. Oh. All right, I'm on my call here. All right, Anthony, we'll talk to you later, man. Bye. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. Welcome to Unplugged. Who's this? Hey, yo, guys, it's El Train. How you doing? Oh, man, we're we're good after that Jewish joke, I guess. (laughs) We're managing, brother. Hey, well, I was uh, just calling in after I only heard a little bit of the craptacular. I didn't hear all that much, so I'll just uh, wait for the archive. I actually did get to hear a little the whole thing with um, what was it, uh, Lexi's corner? Yeah. <laughs> it was a little cough guard when I was hearing some sort of little uh, Elmo sing along going on there. Oh yeah, that was that was something I came up with about a year ago. La 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 Lexi's world. I figured, what the hell, you know, she she likes Elmo, let's let's work with it. Sesame Street's probably going to sue me now. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Yeah, well, it doesn't seem like everybody tries to sue you, so just what's one more person? That's right. I'm so under the radar, they don't know. Well, I was actually uh, calling in tonight with this being the, apparently the last show of uh, 2011 for SNS. Uh, I actually had a little bit of uh, a few uh, little made-up awards of my own uh, that I was hoping to share based off of what I've been able to hear over the past what is it, 11 months now that I've been listening to the network, and I was uh, hoping to share that real quick. Yeah, man, go ahead. All right, well, in uh, uh, the award that I sort of dubbed, did I really just hear that? This one goes to a moment on Wrestling News Live that involved UJJ and the Pope, <laughs> where as the Pope was about to launch into one of his sermons, you happened to uh, <laughs> happen to misplace his uh, Reverend Devon music, and then all of a sudden we hear the... Uh, dulcet drama-like tones of the people's court. I mean, I've, I've heard you lose it with laughter at times when Trey has said something, but that's the first time I've ever heard Trey just go, holy shit. <laughs> Is that not the same show where I made the slavish remark? Yes, that was okay. that was boy. What I heard, I think that I think that was actually what made Trey go. Wow, that was some racist shit right there, man. 
I'd say it a lot when Trey says shit like that. That's be be yeah, the Call of Duty right there. Beyond. Exactly. Um, uh, next award, which has no relation to me, um, I would call it the derailment award. This one humbly belongs to a moment on Unplugged, and I think we can all be in agreement on this one. This one solely goes to Nim for that. <laughs> for oh, that epic, epic comment involving both CM Punk and Jim Cornette. Lots of cock chugging involved in that one. <laughs> oh, man. I, I still remember that night. Unfortunately, I remember that night. Nobody will ever forget that night. I believe one of your best comments, Sean, was, uh, it hurts to breathe. It hurts, yeah. It did that night. I remember that, too. Oh, that was a great one. Um, and uh, for uh, one that I think is uh, pretty partial to the listeners, I think um, Best Sport Award for all the times that he's been uh, getting joked on for the past few months, whether it's a little small uh, physical ailment or perhaps he has a kind of a flop or two when it comes to jokes. For this one, I got to give it to TM Bronx. Whether it's been some of the times where he's tried to do a Dusty Rhodes impression that was told it sounded like Dusty went through a sex change, or whether it was Trey comparing him to a pet on Wrestling News Live, which was one of the funniest five minutes I've heard in all the time I've been listening to this network. Uh, frankly, Bronx has always been one of the most uh, entertaining parts from the listener side. Um, whether it's been in the chat with this <laughs> hilarious, at times, I'll admit, uh, one-liners, or whether it's been something he's been calling in on. But, uh, frankly, Bronx is probably one of the best non-hosting people that I always get to hear to on the network. You know, it's funny. Um, when I think about that, I mean, yeah, Bronx has done a lot. He's had some really memorable moments. I mean, who could forget the whole, you know, Trey calling him a pet, you know, wanting to be a roommate, me playing the perfect strangers theme, the bosom buddies theme. I mean, so many great moments come to mind with Bronx. I mean, he kind of took Crelly's place as the whooping boy of the network. And, and I'm not saying that to be, like, derogatory to Bronx because I love that guy. But I remember Crelly was in that position the year before. You know, when he was singing the Power Rangers theme on WNL and he oh, was doing this and that. And, you know, Bronx is, uh, oh, yeah, as Harmony reminds me, the plunger in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> that was the Helen Keller moment of the night there. Oh, Lord. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think that's aptly deserved. I think that, uh, like I said, Bronx can be a funny guy when he wants to be, but sometimes I think he tries too hard. When he's just natural with it, he's got that natural ability to – to be funny, and I think that he he overworks it a little bit sometimes. Well, like being able to be called the Fozzie Bear of the network, that can be both a good and a bad thing if you think about it. Now, waka, waka, waka. <laughs> but, um, you know, with this being, as you said, sort of the uh, SNS uh, Christmas party for After the Craptacular, um, and since I was uh, one of the people who didn't exactly get to put my uh, message in, I figured I'd go ahead and do it now, which luckily I guess I didn't get through because after hearing how short everybody else's was, mine probably would have run for a while. So for this, uh, for every for every host on the uh, network, starting, of course, with you, JJ, for everything that you do for us to be able to entertain us with all the shows you do and all the content you put up there on the website, thank you very much, man. For um, Trey, 
for all the hilarious comments that we don't expect to hear and at times are pretty shocked to hear. You have a great you have a great set of uh, jokes and a lot of great insight about what this business is. You know, you wouldn't be you wouldn't have been doing this radio gig for 15 years if you didn't love it. And I'm sure you're probably at home hoping you'll wake up on Christmas morning with Velvet Sky wearing nothing but a bow under your tree. So good luck with that, man. You know the sad to, thing uh, is, Eltrain. You know the sad thing about that is, there's actually what? right now listening to this show, there is a wrestling news live fan that's probably thinking, and you can almost like compare this to the Christmas vacation. You know when his when he's mad about his boss stiffing him on the bonus and. Randy Quaid goes and steals his boss and kidnaps him. I can almost bet you there's some crazy motherfucker out there listening to the show that wants to go kidnap Velvet Sky and wrap her up under Trey's tree. That's the scary fucking thought for me, to know that please one of you sons of bitches do would do that. Please don't do that, please. Just because Trey thinks he could take Chris Saban doesn't mean you guys can. <laughs> yeah. He's got that little man syndrome. He thinks he could, he, you know, he thinks he's drinking and fucking shitting out lightning and stuff. He's, you know, that's Trey for you. But you guys don't try that shit because fucking Chris Saban will fuck you up. Oh, man. I, I pity whoever actually does try that. <laughs> um, obviously, the next one, thank you very much to Harmony for putting up with uh, a lot of the crap that sometimes we might uh, unexpectedly give. Um, I'm grateful that she... Let's as much get away, let us get away with as much as she does, and thankful that she lets us enjoy all these shows that we get to enjoy. To uh, Mark the Shark to Carlo, who we should all be thankful for for this Christmas, because according to some old scriptures I read, he actually created the first Christmas ornament about 800 years ago. Fun fact right there. He did. I think that was the last time he actually saw the Sharkettes. <laughs> I thought he was one of the wise men that saw Jesus. Okay, Mark the Shark to Carlo and Wise don't even belong in the same sentence together. Sorry. You're killing me. You're killing me. No, Mark the Shark's my boy. I actually saw him earlier tonight. Um, but, no, seriously, I, sometimes I wonder if the Sharkettes are just a figment of his imagination. I've been here almost six years, and I've yet to see them. You know, it's just like Bigfoot. We'd like to think that he exists, but we just have to go on somebody's word. Well, hey, who knows? Maybe one day we'll see Bigfoot. I'm wondering if we'll see Bigfoot before we see a Sharkette. I think we will Maybe. see Bigfoot. I th You know what? I think Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster will join me at the fucking bar before we see a Sharkette. Uh, this may be, I, I, I'm thinking that uh, Bigfoot is a Sharkette. Just saying. Who? Oh, God. What? What? So I think uh, Bigfoot is a Sharkette. Just saying. Goonie goo goo, motherfucker. <laughs> For those of you that don't know what that reference is from, go watch some Eddie Murphy. Was it delirious? Gus, you married a Bigfoot. The bitch says Goonie Goo Goo. That's how the fucking Bigfoot talk. Goonie Goo Goo, motherfucker. You got the Bigfoot fucking kids. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, to uh, the power, Andy Knowles, uh, Merry Christmas to you, man. And as I said on Wednesday, if you do get a piece of coal in your stocking, hopefully it's not Michael Cole. And last but certainly not least, to the person who I really have to credit for helping me discover the SNS Radio Network for so many times over the past year, even back in 2010, always putting over the network on uh, Shelly Martinez radio show and in the chat. Crelly, you're my boy. If it wasn't for you being so thoughtful and 
bringing up this network every chance you got. I would not have been able to enjoy it over the past 11 months. And I hate spoiling this because I know JJ wanted to keep this a surprise, but I actually made a song for you about a present he was planning to send to you over the next two days. And I'd like to sing that song right now, if you don't mind. <laughs> okay. I'm intrigued and, and scared to death at the same time. So I'm a little scared at the moment. Curly, this song is for your present. Dancing, dancing dildo made out of purple clay. Big and long and floppy, dancing all night and day. Dancing all in my face, I'll love you forever. As long as no one calls me the British Gay Avenger. Oh! Too bad Curly's not here to defend himself. I think he's pissed down drunk somewhere. He sent me a message. He He sent me a message, and I said, hey, can you send a message into the Craptacular? I'm too drunk, methinks, or something. He, it was it was spelled completely different. I thought I was reading Russian or Arabic or something. I didn't know what the fuck he was saying, but apparently he's had a little bit too many tonight. And uh, you know, I think we were supposed to have a guest on the show tonight, and I'm like, I totally forgot about that. So can you reschedule it? And I've heard back from him. So either he's passed out or he's dead from liquor poisoning. I don't know, but either way, I just want to wish that little fucking foreign bastard a, a happy holidays or a merry Christmas because a lot of the shit we do on this network we couldn't do without his help and. He is a vital and, and instrumental part of the success we've had, and I, I love him to death. Yeah, uh, actually, is my name. Go check on, on Corelli, please, because we, we may require him in the, next, in the next couple weeks. That's right. You and my wife are the closest to him, so one of you guys like you know, flip a coin and go check on the guy. <laughs> I, I, definitely want to, <laughs> I definitely want to agree with JJ there. Corelli, I mean, Joe Donia, we've had, we've had our problems in the past, but I definitely thank you for giving me the chance over at headlocksheadlines.com. As uh, the pay-per-view recapper, the raw recapper. I mean, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun talking to you, man. Uh, but I definitely want to thank you for giving me the chance to be on headlocksheadlines.com. And Merry Christmas, brother, even though you're not here. Yeah, I'm sure I'll get a tweet from him about that song right now. But all joking aside, seriously, Curly, thank, thanks so much, man, because I've been enjoying this network since I've been listening. But that's pretty much going to do it for me for tonight. So to all you guys, all the hosts on the network, everybody listening, Merry Christmas. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, uh, Boxing Day, if you're in the U.K., like Crowley and all of them. <laughs> um, thank you, guys, and I'll speak to you guys in 2012. Sounds good, man. Thank you. Later, man. Peace. Merry Christmas, brother. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. We're starting to, get, uh, starting to get busy here. Welcome to Unplugged. Who's this? JD, uh, it's Chris Husk. Ah, Canadian Barbarian. What's going on, dude? Uh, I just wanted to wish you and uh, everybody in the SNS Network a uh, Merry Christmas. And uh, I just wanted to let you know that I made a cow of you, and right now you're fighting Michael Cole. <laughs> oh, cool. Did you, did you make one, or did you download the one that I have? I made No, no. I got it at PlayStation. I don't have oh, an Xbox. okay. My Xbox is pretty much getting donated, so. Oh, I see. Okay. But uh, right now, he's kicking your ass. <laughs> Michael Cole is kicking um, my ass? This, this cannot slide. No, no. Uh, what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make another match and record it and post on the on the um, on the uh, Facebook page. Okay, cool. Yeah, I need to do some um, videos over the next couple of days myself of uh, some network people on the Xbox 360 version of my universe. That'd be fun. I, I have uh, one question. Have you noticed something about those signs? Uh, a certain person from your past, well, from uh, from the, the other show. Uh, it's not on the network anymore. Uh, it has the weird sign saying "Fear the Beard." Yeah, I, I did notice that. that. I, I noticed that that is in the uh, in the game. I mean, don't be surprised. He is pretty good friends with uh, certain people at THQ, so that doesn't surprise me that that would get in there and my chef hat wouldn't. But uh, 
I'm still bitter about that. I'm sorry. Where's my chef hat, motherfuckers? Like, we needed another football helmet. Like, we needed a Viking hat. You know, like, we need 20 different trucker caps. I mean, seriously, a chef hat? Come on. Make it happen. Uh, well, I, uh, my, uh, I'm hoping to call in more often and not write no more crappy letters, because we all know my spelling sucks. <laughs> but, um, Sean, I'm going to trump you up. Uh, I've been meaning to say this for a long time. S&S for life. And, there you go, uh, To uh, everybody out there and to all the people on the cowls who make all the great cowls on Xbox and on PlayStation, Merry Christmas. And you guys will have a good time. Talk to you later. Merry Christmas to you, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. Welcome to Unplugged. Who's this? Yo, what up, man? It's the Pope. You finally got in, man. You've been trying to call all fucking night, and every time I go, you're gone. Yeah, it's kind of a tough night for me, man. I'm going to be honest with you right now. I'm kind of, you know, wasted right now. Uh-oh, you're like Crelly, but you're not actually passed out. Yeah, I'm I'm not a lightweight. I can handle my. I can handle it, so I'm good. I don't know, man. I'm I'm starting to think. Give Crelly a year; he's gonna be a tough motherfucker to to beat as far as drinking goes, man. Because that's some bitch is consuming some mass quantities. Dude, I went through a gallon of eggnog and a gallon of Hennessy tonight, dude. I am beyond gone. Jesus, man, that's crazy. I am beyond gone. If I wake up in the morning, I might very well be in the hospital at this point. I have to donate your liver to science fiction. You know what that means? If that happens. Walkie and mind wipe will cut your ass open. Go right ahead, cuz. Um, it's going to be a mad, um, you know, a science thing, you know. I hear you. So so what's on your mind tonight, man? Mainly just, you know, Christmas, man, because, you know, like I Bronx said, this is not the best time of year for me, you know. Around Christmas, you know, I, well, I'm not a Christmas person, like, this year. Something always happens. This year. I went out, tried to get some shoes, nearly got shot in some riots over some shoes, man. God these damn. Three, these, yeah, these Jordans, or don't, these like Jordans, man, these Concords, that's what they're called. These are like some really high, like, high, what, people want these shoes, that's what I'm going for. And people have been like getting shot over them, people have been fighting over them all around the country, you know what I'm saying? They just, they're crazy. I almost got shot, but I still got my Jordans, then. At this point in the year, like, I, you know, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I have a daughter, and I kind of, you know, messed stuff up with that. And I haven't, you know, around this time of Christmas, I never see her. So, you know what I'm saying? She'll be six this year, and that's kind of tough, you know what I mean? Man, I, I'm gonna, but, I want you to think I'm preaching to you, man. But I have to say, if you can repair that relationship and get to know your daughter, you need to do that. It's, it's very important. Man, I've been trying, man. Court system, you know what I mean? Courts want to. Mess me up, man. I hear ya. Yeah, but well, the crop tell you they really did get me in a better mood. Cause you know I don't like to smile around this time. And you're like Bronx, you know, and but you know it's good. It's good. I'm glad you guys did the crap tagular. And I know my mom was trying to deny what my message said. I just want to let everyone in the chat room know that you guys are like my second family. That I really do care about you all. You know what I mean? If anything happened to any of you. Well, almost any of you, if anything happened to you, I would be, you know, devastated about it. It would just be one of those things, you know, like, God, I can't believe it happened. I don't want to lose my family, but. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying I care about you guys. Well, man, we appreciate it. We we do, and and we care about you. I mean, when you're out in the chat, I'm always wondering, where where the fuck is Pope? Granted, usually here, but there are times I'm like, where's Pope? Yeah, well, well, well. 
That's all I wanted for the night. I'm probably going to go try to sleep some of this off a bit. Get some sleep, man. Get some sleep. Christmas is on the way. Have a good holiday. And uh, we'll see you again in the new year, man. Yes, Anthony. Even you. Yes, you. I care about you too, Anthony. Even Anthony. All right, man. Even Anthony. I care about you too. <laughs> all right, man. Well, Merry Christmas to you. All right. Merry Christmas to you too, JJ. All, all right. right. We'll talk to you later, Pope. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. Welcome to Unplugged. I almost said Wrestling News Live. Welcome to Unplugged. Who's this? Uh, it's Ashley. How you doing? What, what is with you British people tonight, man? I talked to my wife about a dozen times tonight. Talked to you a couple well, times yeah, now. Yeah, it's mainly because, one, I'm mad, and two, I've still got to do... Because sta- Saturday is normally the, the normal standard shop for me. Oh, yeah. Which, of course, is even more hectic, given that the store's shut earlier, and... Everything's going to be probably reduced. It's got a sell-by date of Christmas Day or Boxing Day. So um, you'll have people that you never see shopping there normally with two trolleys packed, you know, double the size. Just because they can get tomatoes for nine pence rather than 90. Wow. Or, you know, they, <laughs> the best bit is like when you go to the, the, the butchers and they basically go, right, we've got turkeys. What price do you want them for? I can I can I can give you a big one for a pound. Deal. Sometimes it is worth being thrifty. Oh, absolutely. Then of course you're taking the risk of it not being there. So that's true. Well, I wanted to get I wanted to bring it back because we haven't talked about movies for a while. So I wanted to um, whether you've actually caught all the uh, Christmas trailers barrage that's come out. I have not caught all of them. Uh, there is that one movie though that's kind of got me freaked out. The 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 one that's like surviving Christmas, where you, it's got like the energy things that like fucking tear you apart. Oh, that, that, like, that looks just stupid. It looks no, weird, talking, man. I don't no, know what I'm the fuck. Talking about the big three, you had uh, today the trailer for Prometheus. Oh, I've not seen that. It is the new Alien from that, Ridley Scott. Yeah, it's the prequel, isn't it? Not, I don't know. It's I'm pretty not, sure it is. It's I think it's the prequel. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I, they even had a trailer for the trailer yesterday. <laughs> that awesome. was brilliant. And then, of course, we also had the Hobbit trailer, which looks which looks awesome. amazing. Yeah, and then even more amazing, I think, probably because it's closer. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I I really got to say they've done a great job with that, and if if no wait. If y'all didn't know, this is Christopher uh, Christian Bell's last movie as Batman. This is Chris Nolan's last movie as Batman with Batman, and it's also um, Gary Oldman's last film with Batman. So, if they plan on continuing with this, I ex- I definitely think that if they plan on continuing the whole series, that Bane will break Batman in half, just like in the comics. He'll break his back, and Batman will be Bruce Wayne will be put out of business, basically. So, I mean, we could see a new Batman take over here soon. Well, since we never had a Robin, I don't know. <laughs> of course. Mm. Well, no, rumor has it, if there are any more, Nolan will still produce them. But it won't be, he won't be directing or anything like he has for the past three. Yeah, so I mean, then I, again, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't expect any more like that. I mean, if Christopher Nolan, if, if they don't continue after Christopher Nolan, I... I don't want to see what is, what's coming. Probably next from Christopher Nolan will be Inception 2, which would be cool. Actually, isn't... Who's in charge of the new Superman film? Oh, 
Isn't it Zack Snyder? Or is okay, that... Snyder's in. Okay, yeah, that that'll work. <clears throat> yeah, I do know as well, thanks to some leak from some Toys R Us magazine or something, that there might be a Lego Batman too, which also might be featuring. There will be a Lego Batman Superman too. and Wonder Woman DC characters. Yeah. yeah, it's the DC comic superhero game, if I remember correctly. So I mean, yeah, we'll. I expect to see something come out of that. Um, one story that disturbed me from earlier in the week: Vin Diesel has said there is definitely a Fast and Furious Seven. Oh God! This is getting like sore. It's like, do we really need this many? Seriously. <laughs> I wonder if The Rock's going to be in that one. If he is. That might make it, I don't know, better, worse. I didn't even see Fast Five. I mean, G.I. Joe actually looked kind of interesting. Mini review of Sherlock Holmes 2. It is awesome. Um, And I know that Sean is marking out because he can't wait for Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Well, Sean's a mark, so he does that shit. And J.J.'s probably marking out for Mission Impossible, possibly. You know what? I liked the first one. The second one was okay. It was, you know, just... The the thing that killed me about the second one was the fucking motorcycle stunt where they're coming at each other with the motorcycles and then they fucking jump into midair and fucking tangle. I was just like, well, it's, the it fuck is a John on, Woo man. film. Come on, Woo. <laughs> I mean, look, I like John Woo. I, I was a big fan of Hard Target. You know, I thought the the cinematography in that movie was great. I mean, it's probably one of my favorite Van Damme movies. You know, because you you had mm-hmm. such a great cast. You had Lance Henriksen. You know, and you had the Mummy himself, Arnold Vosloo. You know, and then you yeah. had that chick Yancey Butler that I used to think was hot as fuck. By the way, uh, and Wilfred fucking saying, Brimley. Go ahead. It's Sean. now Christmas Eve in uh, Eastern Eastern time. So oh, happy that was Christmas so fun. Eve. That was a guy. And actually, I, I can say it: Happy Three Kings. So happy Three Kings. Oh, that now I want to watch Three Kings, the movie with the Clooney. <laughs> Um, but also, I, I, I think we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. I, you, the one job you don't want in movies is be the IMF chief. Or, or a member of Vader's uh, Galactic Empire as an officer. I don't know. <laughs> According to the adverts we're getting over here, Vader now owns PC World. I mean, because really, that's, that's the last thing in the world that I'd want to do. You know, the Millennium Falcon gets away. Captain Nida, apology accepted. It's now, don't fail me again, Admiral Thompson, or whatever, you know. And you know, ten minutes from then, Thompson's going to get his ass fucked up. Like, he's going to get that larynx. You know, he's just just going to get fucked up. I mean, there's no question about it. Yeah, Mission Impossible 1, Mission, yeah, Mission Impossible 1, Mission Impossible 2, and Mission Impossible 3. It's always different heads to the IMF. And then this fourth one, it's even shown in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler, he gets killed off. Oh, By no. The way, there's a trailer I saw. I kind of want to make a comment. I saw the Battleship trailer for the first time. And oh, oh, that looks interesting. Is that yeah. the one where it's got the two old guys and they're playing chess, but they're really actually playing Battleship? Oh, you sunk my Battleship. No, <laughs> that's not it, JJ. Oh, that's not it? No. The what aliens have taken it. over the world, and they make all the navies play Battleship. What? In some weird kind of, you know... Or as Matt Hardy said while he was in prison, what, what, in my butt? <laughs> yeah, that does look Just say intriguing. It. Yeah. 
I can neither confirm nor deny that conversation happened. Just saying. Ooh, and something that might interest you, JJ, given you're a Bond fan. Apparently, uh, Michael J. Wilson, who's produced them since, I think, Goldeneye, has said he hopes Daniel Craig will break Roger Moore's record, which means he has to do do five more. more. Five more? He has to do five more to beat Roger Moore's seven. He's not going to do it. He's already made the comment that he wants to continue on after. So, I mean, I don't expect... uh, I I wish Daniel Craig would stay, but I don't expect him to stay. So. Given given that he was in the first Tintin movie, which will probably become a trilogy, and the girl with the dragon tattoo that will probably become a trilogy, he's got but some has to. peach. He's got some peachy ass series. I mean, girl with the dragon tattoo is just up the first book in like four. So I mean, he's got to continue. Well, so, I mean, three. if he doesn't, I'll well, I think I think it's the fourth book coming out. Well, there's an unofficial fourth book which isn't like really even complete, but yeah. So I mean, if if they continue, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. The Swedish version of uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo is freaking awesome. So I mean, I can't wait to uh, see what they got. If and given it's from the same director who did Seven, there is going to be some creepy violence in it, probably. Oh yeah. So. Oh. Very interesting. I'll have to uh, check that out. As far as Daniel Craig, I think he's going to be um, he's going to be fine. I, I think the Bond franchise will do fine without him. Although I'd hate to see him leave it, but he does seem like he's got a lot on his plate. So, you know, I was unhappy when Brosnan left because I like Pierce Brosnan. He did a great job. Goldeneye, Brosnan. yeah, Goldeneye, especially my fa- one of my favorite Bond movies. It's a, it's a, the first film is always sometimes the best of the person because it's the it's it's the gamble. It's like this is the first one with him. Please make it work. And Goldeneye was just perfect. Unless you're Timothy Dalton and it just doesn't work for you. I mean, now granted, The Living Daylights I didn't think was horrible. You know, it had some redeeming qualities to it. But definitely the two movies he did, License to Kill and, and The Living Daylights, did not add up to the rest of the Bond franchises. Uh, just, you know, yeah. not he very got, good at all. The only, the only one that's actually British. So, well, no. No, hang on. Where was, where was Dalton from? Was he Welsh? I think he was. Yeah, so apparently Welshmen are not good as Bond. Proof. Well, who else was Welsh as Bond? Nobody. Because there's been Sean Connery of Scotland, Lazenby of Australia, more of, you, well, England. I think, well, Brosnan was Irish, and I think Dalton was Welsh. I can't be bothered to check it, but... Oh, well, JJ, Bond. if you're looking James for a Bond. good Christmas film... For you and the kids, yeah. If you if you want to go out to the movie theater, Arthur Christmas, it is brilliant. Arthur Christmas, yeah. Okay, it's about Santa. Well, it's it's proof that Santa has been around since ages because it's like Santa the Forty Fourth. It's like a monarchy. Oh, okay. And uh, Arthur Christmas is Santa Claus the Forty Fourth's son. Well, now, on the Christmas Craptacular, we talked about movies that we really enjoyed, uh, Christmas movies that we enjoyed. And I'm going to take the opposite stance. Let's let's talk about movies that you didn't enjoy that were Christmas-themed. Um, at the top of my list, starring uh, former WCW World Heavyweight Champion and <laughs> WWE World Heavyweight Champion, ladies and gentlemen, a film directed by Brett Ratner... Santa's Sleigh, in which Bill Goldberg 
portrays an evil Santa Claus who basically, after a thousand years, finally gets the trance pulled away from him. He was supposed to be good for a thousand years because he lost he lost a bet in a game of curling. Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this movie has everything that you need. It's got the holiday cheer, Goldberg spearing people, killing them. Uh, definitely, Santa Slay is my pick for worst Christmas movie ever. On that note, it's a guilty pleasure. You must watch it at least once. Ooh, wow. There was one which I kind of saw bits of, which was just atrocious. Christmas, I mentioned it in my uh, failed list of five, which was um, Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, my word. That was just... That movie it wasn't was brutal. That bad of a movie. Oh, it was brutal. Dan Aykroyd was brutal in that movie. Tim Allen was brutal in that movie. Like the whole fucking cast of Christmas with the Cranks literally sucked my balls. It was pretty bad. And then if you want to go classic, uh Santa Claus conquers the Martians. Oh hell yeah. From the fifties. Oh good old B movies. Ho ho ho, you fucking aliens. <laughs> I, I so want to <laughs> remake that. Santa Claus played by Samuel L. Fadians, get the fuck off my planet! Fool! I'm tired of these motherfucking aliens on my motherfucking planet! Rudolph, get me the goddamn shotgun! No, I can't stop yelling Martian, because that's how I talk! Eat lead, motherfucker! Why is Pope saying Friday after next? That'd be awesome. Friday after next is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> If, you're if, killing if, we're counting, me, man. if we're counting that, that's like, you know, if, if you know, I know that Trey compared it to Die Hard. That's just something that just apparently involves Christmas. It's not actually a Christmas movie. That's the thing the with way, Nightmare Before. Oh, go ahead. Ahead. That's the thing. Is Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie or both? It's both. Yeah, it's both. Because I know when, my uh, local cinema showing it. Go when ahead. The, uh, the Doctor Who special supposed to air? Christmas Day. It's supposed to air on Christmas Day? It's, it's. I believe they're trying to do it as like they did with the series episodes. It'll be shown here first, obviously time difference, but it will be on in America, I think, Christmas Day, yes. Just want to make sure. Which looks good with the uh, Doctor, the Widow, and the Wardrobe. I haven't had a chance to see the commercial, so I'm, when I get a chance to actually watch it, I'll, I'll watch it. And, of course, you have to wait till September. Brilliant. But then again, it's probably got a higher purpose. I ex- I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm expecting to hear that Matt is done with uh, Donald being the doctor. But I don't know. He seems to be enjoying it. We'll see. Well, all I know is from the, when they did the press preview, they said it's the end of the ponds and a new assistant's on its way. Oh, God. So I don't know what you don't want to look into that. Anyway. Oh, well. Considering Trent gave me a message saying that I'm screwing over the show, I might as well get out of here. Well, I just I shut the stream off and turned it back on because there was an issue. So, hopefully it's fixed. But uh, it doesn't matter either way. We've kind of pretty much come to the end of Unplugged, and I don't want to say thank you for everyone that stopped by and and you know listened to the Craptacular live that stuck around for another edition of Unplugged right here on the SNS Radio Network. Again, just a programming note: no Unplugged next week. So you guys can all come and chat and hang out if you'd like, but we won't be here. I'm going to be, like, having Chinese food and watching Lesnar get his ass kicked. No show next week. No WNL on Monday. We are taking the week off. Now, I think Andy might still have a show on Wednesday. If he does, we'll make sure that we uh, let you guys know on the Facebook page and everywhere else. 
So stay tuned for that. But, um, Sean, you got any final things, man, before we get the fuck out of here? Um, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Not really. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. As, they, as we said before, I mean, all the holidays, basically. Happy Holidays. Um, I can't remember them all. There's too many. But the main thing is, Merry Christmas. JJ, congrats on being the winning on seat award. Happy It's been a great year. And definitely want to say something I always say. I mean, I can't leave the show without saying it. U4L, Unplugged Life. Thank you all for being here. And I can't wait to see what 2012 has for SNS because it's going to be a great year. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. We've had a lot of big milestones this year. The epic interviews with Kevin Nash, which is up for media interview of the year over at the WrestlingRadioAwards.com. Go vote. Um, not to mention the uh, top of the bucket list for me and Trey, Shawn Michaels. We're both big-time Shawn Michaels marks. And the fact that we were able to not only secure an interview with Shawn Michaels, but be the only radio show that I'm aware of that didn't get a 15-minute interview. No, no, we got almost an hour and a half so i'm very thankful for that and uh it's very obvious if you haven't listened to that interview go check it out in the archives and uh if you don't think sean was chill hanging out with us then uh you must be deaf i don't know but uh definitely vote for that for male interview of the year for wrestling news live sean michaels and let's make it a forfeit for wrestling news live and uh <coughs> cheap plug don't forget to vote jj sexy for host of the year Yeah, go over for JJ. Please. Oh, so, well, that was uh, sorry. Evil JJ took over for a second there. Is everything okay? Because <laughs> I, I, you know, because I would never tell you guys to actively go out and vote JJ Sexay for host of the year at the uh, Wrestling Radio Awards, which is located at www.wrestlingradioawards.com. <laughs> I would never do that, but Evil JJ would because he's a he's a fucking shameless, shillless bastard that will plug anything. Is, oh, that is, was is a it a right-in vote or is it a down-vote? I'm sorry, what was that, Sean? Is it a, a right-in vote or is it a drop-down vote? Uh, it's a right-in vote. Harmony for host of the year. <laughs> Sean on the future endeavored list. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting it. So on that note, guys, we're going to get out of here. Ashley, thanks for joining us, man. It was fun. Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays. Thank you for covering for me for uh, all the times I had to work. No problem, sure. I I am the resident person that steps in, apparently, because I even did it on Y this week. Wow. Well, make make sure that uh, make sure that when the show's over, you go check on Crelly. I'm a little worried about the kid. I'll do my best. I I know he was drunk a few nights ago because. He's probably sleeping because he's got to work on Christmas Eve. Oh, of course, of course. All right, well, that said, we are getting the hell out of here. I've got a uh, special Christmas song that I'm going to play. One of my favorite ones from the 80s. So with that being said, guys, I want to thank Ashley. I want to thank Don Bronx, Trentavious, L-Train, Canadian Barbarian. Anyone who called in tonight, thank you so much. Anyone, Anthony, yes. Anyone uh, who listened to the show live, thank you so much. And uh, we will see you again in January for another episode of Unplugged. Happy holidays, guys. And on that note, I am getting the fuck out of here. Good night, everybody.
Merry Christmas, and you for real, employed for life. What he said.
Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. I love all you motherfuckers. Good night.